Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to talk about mindfulness, and we're also going to talk about how mindfulness and gratitude go hand in hand once we understand what mindfulness is. So mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. While mindfulness is something we all naturally possess, it's more readily available to us when we practice it on a daily basis. Whenever you bring awareness to what you're directly experiencing via your senses or to your state of mind via your thoughts and emotions, you're being mindful. And there's growing research showing that when you train your brain to be mindful, you're actually remodeling the physical structure of the brain. The goal of mindfulness is to wake up to the inner workings of our mental, emotional, and physical processes. To live mindfully is to live in the moment and we reawaken oneself to the present rather than dwelling on the past or anticipating the future. According to Psychology Today, to be mindful is to observe and label thoughts, feelings, sensations in the body in an objective manner. Mindfulness can therefore be a tool to avoid self-criticism and judgment while identifying and managing difficult emotions. Mindfulness encompasses two key ingredients, awareness and acceptance. Again, mindfulness encompasses two key ingredients, awareness and acceptance. Awareness is the knowledge and ability to focus attention on one's inner processes and experiences, such as the experience of the present moment. Acceptance is the ability to observe and accept rather than judge or avoid. So, again, acceptance is the ability to observe and accept rather than judge or avoid those streams of thought. So, what is the purpose of mindfulness? Um, well, mindfulness may be used in mindfulness-based therapies to address stress, anxiety, or pain, and simply to become just more relaxed. Fears and insecurities about the past and the future can make it difficult to fully appreciate the present. I think we all agree with that. The key is learning how to pay attention. 
Mindfulness can take place through meditation sessions or smaller moments throughout the day. To cultivate a state of mindfulness, you can begin by just sitting down and taking deep breaths. For instance, breathe in through your nose, hold until the count of four, slowly release through pursed lips through the count of four. Do that three or four times. There is, as I have said in previous podcasts, a reason why we feel relaxed after we do that. That actually stimulates a specific hormone that allows us to relax. Whereas stressful situations, as we all know, create what we call cortisol, and that does not help us to relax. So that breathing is physically, hormonally, we are relaxing. So what you want to do is focus on each breath and the sensations of the moment, such as sounds, sense, the temperature, and the feeling of air passing in and out of the body. We want to be using all of our senses. By doing this, including visual, we are being mindful in the present moment with all of our senses. Shift your attention then to the thoughts and emotions that you're experiencing. Allow each thought to exist without judging it or ascribing negativity to it. Sit with those thoughts. The experience may evoke a strong emotional reaction. Exploring that response can be an opportunity to address or resolve underlying challenges. Now, to cultivate awareness, observe your thoughts and emotions and explore why those specific ideas might be surfacing. To cultivate acceptance, avoid judging or pushing away unpleasant thoughts. Emotions are natural and everyone has them. Acknowledging them can help you understand yourself better and also move forward. Living in the moment throughout the day is a wonderful thing. As you wake up, you can focus on your breathing and the way your body 
gradually becomes more energized, you can incorporate a brief meditation into your workday, perhaps on your lunch break, and focus and appreciate the experience of eating during meals. Mindfulness is frequently used in meditation and certain kinds of therapy. Its benefits include lowering stress levels, reducing harmful ruminating, and we talked about that in a previous podcast, overthinking, and protecting against depression and anxiety. Research even suggests that mindfulness can help people better cope with rejection and social isolation. Review studies suggest that mindfulness-based interventions can help reduce anxiety, depression, and pain. To a lesser extent, they can alleviate stress and improve quality of life. However, inconsistencies in the way mindfulness is defined and measured make it difficult to determine whether mindfulness really provides other benefits. Mindfulness encompasses awareness and acceptance, which can help people understand and cope with uncomfortable emotions, allowing them to gain control and relief. To cultivate these skills, concentrate on breathing to lengthen and deepen your breaths. Foster an awareness of the five senses. As I said, also notice your thoughts and feelings and practice curiosity and self-compassion. Have we ever taken the time to look at the bark of a tree? I mean, really look at the bark of a tree, the grains of sand, the, the feathers on a bird, the soft fur on a dog or a cat. Have we ever just stopped to feel the fabric of the clothing we're wearing? To feel our own hands? That is living in the moment, experiencing life. The other thing I want to talk about is how mindfulness and gratitude go hand in hand. If you're stuck in a rut, Gratitude and mindfulness may help you get more out of life and navigate difficult challenges. Let's face it, being a human is hard work. Between a long to-do list, endless notifications, and worries about the past and future, it's not uncommon for days to fly by on autopilot. Then. When a curveball hits, life becomes even more overwhelming. Does that sound right to you? Sure does to me. Uh, We're on autopilot so much. Have you ever driven in your car, arrived at your destination, and you don't remember 
anything from the time you left your home? That is, you're just being on autopilot. You're just doing. And there's so many things that you miss. And I'm not just saying traffic or red light or green light. I, of course, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other things around you. Being alert to that which is surrounding you. You've heard that gratitude and mindfulness may help, but perhaps you're unsure where to start. And just how is gratitude related to mindfulness anyway? Gratitude allows you to notice your blessings, if you will, and create balance from life's difficulties. Mindfulness helps you handle tough times with grace, acceptance, and, and surrender. Together, these practices nurture what Buddhists call the higher self within you. Put simply, gratitude is the international practice of noticing the good in your life. It relates to anything that makes you feel grateful, fortunate, or blessed. Some examples include community, faith, family, friends, your health, your home, your job, your partner, your children, your relatives, your family, pets, personal belongings, sentimental items, things like that. You don't have to be grateful for these large things. Be grateful that you have a roof over your head and enough money in your pocket to buy food. So, Let's talk now about the power of gratitude. Practicing gratitude may improve your overall quality of life in a number of ways. Some of these include, if you're grateful, you're not in a bad mood. You're actually in a better mood. Many times your sleep improves. You have increased self-esteem. Uh lowered stress levels, enhanced empathy, lower levels of aggression and anger and frustration, and overall, an improved zest for life. Let's get into the limitations, though, of gratitude. While gratitude may help you keep a balanced perspective about life, especially when things are difficult or falling apart. It's not a cure-all. Gratitude can't take away the sting of life's challenges like job loss, heartbreak, or the death of a loved one. Painful emotions must be felt. I'll say it again. Painful emotions must be felt. As they say, you must feel it to heal it. While it may be tempting to try and cover up pain through gratitude, 
in my opinion, this may lead to toxic positivity, which is denial that negative events are taking place. Things are not light and love, or puppy dogs and unicorns. Uh, and that's okay. Ups and downs are part of life. Now, mindfulness means being fully aware of the present moment, as we discussed, right? So, what you're doing is you're seeing your reality from a place of non-judgment. It includes noticing and accepting your thoughts, feelings, actions, and reactions, being aware of your environment or surroundings, uh, directing your thoughts away from the past and the future. Why? Because you're supposed to be living in the moment. What you're doing is rooting down, into, actually rooting down into the here and the now. I'm going to use, because we're getting into a specific season, a snow globe analogy. Why I'm using the snow globe analogy, I want, I'm going to do this so that we can understand why mindfulness is so important. It may be useful to consider this analogy. Every once in a while, someone or something will come over and shake things up. When that happens, you have two main choices, be the snow or be the scene. In snow globes, there's always a scene that doesn't move. And then there's also the snow. When that globe, you shake it, it starts swirling around and moving. So when you're the snow inside the snow globe, you're at the whim of the event. Naturally, you swirl around in the chaos, judging yourself for getting, I guess, swept up. You agonize over why this happened in the past or if this will happen again in the future, which adds more layers of pain to the experience. When you're the scene inside the snow globe, you stand immutable in the chaos of the snow swirling around while remaining fixed in place in the present. Though the elements may brush you, maybe settle on you for a spell, you can accept it and know that it will soon pass. The chaos cannot come indoors. Mindful awareness isn't about creating a perfect life to override pain. Instead, it's about managing your response to an imperfect life. And in that way, releasing the stronghold of suffering. So why are they best together? When you combine gratitude and mindfulness, it allows you to acknowledge the blessings in your everyday life and sit with this moment right now. During hard times, a gratitude and mindfulness practice 
may help keep your perspective balanced. For example, if you lose your job, it can help you be non-judgmental about the pain you feel, find positive takeaways from the experience, prevent yourself from ruminating about what happened, and protect yourself from getting overwhelmed about what's to come. With practice, it may become easier to gain more control over your mindset. If you can, try to work on it a little bit each day, one exercise at a time. So there are many ways to become more sensitive to the experience of gratitude and mindfulness. Uh, have a gratitude journal. Start each entry by noticing where you are and how you feel. Next, list three to ten things you feel grateful for. And then have a gratitude ritual. At the same time each day, such as after dinner, go back and forth with a friend or family member, each listing off things you're grateful for. And there's a five-minute gratitude meditation. You want to move to a calm, quiet space in your home. Turn on some calming meditation music. Take a comfortable seat position, seated position. Relax. Draw your shoulders down away from your ears. Loosen your jaw and relax your gaze or close your eyes. Take three to four deep breaths. You'll then think of and see clearly in your mind specific things for which you're grateful. Each time, let gratitude fill your heart and say thank you. So let's look at the someone. Look at someone. Notice their facial expression perhaps smiling at you. Observe that what they're wearing. Look at their mannerisms. A place. Listen to how it sounds. Imagine how it would smell. A body part. Draw your attention to that point. Think about what it allows you to do. Send a deep breath to that space. A meal. See it clearly in your mind. Imagine how it would smell and taste. An animal. See them greeting you. Notice what color they are. Observe how they play with you. As you're ready to conclude, wiggle your fingers and toes. Stretch your arms above your head. Then bring your hands together in front of your heart in a prayerful pose. You have completed your practice. 
gratitude and mindfulness are both powerful on their own. Combined, they may help you enjoy the present moment and navigate life's challenges as they arise. This is Real Life. This is Lisa. Stay well.